Today, we are embarking on a journey inspired by a thought-provoking conversation with a fellow visionary, the remarkable Karen A. Bullock. She's a risk-taking coach and the founder of Daring to Transcend, and she's the number one best-selling author. On her new show, Are You Brave Enough? I delved into the very essence of why I'm not afraid to be the first, sharing insights that have the potential to transform your perspective on risk and branding. As I reflect on my own journey, I laid out my insights on the synergy between risk-taking and personal branding. We'll explore how embracing risk can set the stage for you to craft an authentic and compelling brand story. From daring to step into the unknown to the rewards of staying true to yourself, this episode is turning challenges into stepping stones toward brand greatness. So fasten your seatbelts as we unravel the power of embracing risk to build an unshakable brand identity. Welcome to Are You Brave Enough? This week, I am doing a lot of firsts. And my guest is also going to be doing a lot of firsts because I have my first guest. And this is the first time I've done an interview with someone. So we're going to explore the risks in being first. So I would like you to join us for this week's episode of Are You Brave Enough to Be the First? So joining me this week is Brigitte Boschkowski, and I cannot pronounce her name, so I apologize already for butchering it. But Brigitte is not only a wonderful friend of mine, but she is also an amazing global and personal branding strategist. And she is the founder of Bridget Brands, because I was pronouncing her name Austrian and probably butchering that too, because she is from Austria. Bridget Brands is a brand strategy boutique that offers digital courses, challenges, workshops, and one-on-one exclusive training to both individuals and organizations. Bridget creates an online identity for future market leaders. Therefore, she helps entrepreneurs and organizations translate their ambitions and passions into a brand that radiates beauty, brilliance, authenticity, while attracting clients and the recognition that they deserve. So Bridget started, actually came from academia, but before that she was a flight attendant. And we're going to talk a lot about the risks that she's taken in her journey today. So the rest of her story is probably going to come out during our conversation today. So I'm going to leave the introduction to that and just welcome Bridget to, to our show today. Hello, Karen. Thank you so much for having me. It's a joy and I love to be first. I love to be your first guest. And my name is pronounced Brigitte Boykowski, but since this is an international show and I'm a global person, I started everyone telling they just should call me Bridget. So Bridget is easier for everyone around the world too. Yeah, absolutely. But I had to take the risk and try it <laughs> because, because I love your name, the way you pronounce it. Um, so we're almost there, almost there, almost there. I'm getting close. Anyway, so thank you for being my first guest. And I wanted just to start out with the question of tell me why you like being first. You just said you like being first. So tell me why you like that. Why you're not afraid of that. Yeah. 
you know what? It's exciting to be first. I just like to do something new. I'm a very adventurous person. And if someone says, hey, let's do that, why, why shouldn't I do it? If that is something that I think I'm capable of, sometimes I'm not even thinking about whether I'm capable of. I said, let's do it. Let's do it and try out something new, something exciting. And you know what? There always needs to be somebody to do something first, right? To start something off new. And I really like that. I like this kind of, you know, the feeling in your body. It's exciting. It's okay, let's, let's do that. And what I also realized is that there is pretty much no fear involved because what should I be afraid of? Usually you are afraid of comparing yourself with someone else who went before, or if you can compete or live up to certain expectations, there are no expectations. Maybe the only expectations, can I do it? But what is it actually to do it? It really depends on what it is. If you're creating something new, you might not be quite sure what the outcome is, right? And who is here to judge is the next thing. So I, I just like to do that and to create something new. I'm a very creative person. And I think also there's always a way to figure things out. And very often we are forced to do things. We are pushed to do things. And at the end of the day, we always figure out something. So you're yeah, right. we always figure out something. And I know that you're, I know that you're brilliant at that. And I love being the first too. I love to, you know, one of my, the things I love most being first is on a roller coaster, right? I love being in the first seat, right? Because that's the best seat on the roller coaster. You get the unimpeded view being first. Exactly. Yeah. And there's nothing to lose, actually, because you're doing it first. What is there to lose? You can only win because you did it. You took action. And if the outcome is not as you intended it to be, it might be less than you think it's supposed to be. But it's still a win. You did it. Absolutely. Anytime that you take action and do something new, it's taking a risk. But to your point, you've got nothing to lose. We're all bad at things when we first start them, right? I mean, we never come out of the gate being perfect. Of course, we never get to perfect in the first place. But if you don't start someplace, you never learn. So speaking of risks, tell me about the biggest risks that you've ever taken. And I know you've taken a lot of them. So first, there are a lot of risks and there are many different facets or forms of risk. So I would like, first we start out, when you ask me, what was your biggest risk? How do you define risk? Because we need to frame it somehow, put it into perspective. So what is it? Is it something that is at stake, like losing a job, losing your reputation, a relationship, your freedom? Does it get you into jail? Do you get a fine? Okay, we don't, we don't want to go to jail. <laughs> okay, but what do you mean by risk? Exactly. That is a great question. So what do you mean by risk is Stepping outside of your comfort zone, certainly not to the point of doing something illegal or unethical or un immoral, right? That's reckless, right? So I always like to differentiate between risky and reckless because we want to take risks. We want to get outside of our comfort zone. We want to grow, but we don't want to be crazy and reckless and do things without thinking about them. 
And I talked a little bit about that in, in the first episode. But so to me, risk is any time that you try something new, you expand on what you're already doing, you step out outside of your comfort zone, and maybe you are putting things on the line. Maybe you're putting a relationship on the line, your job, your self-image. I don't know. There's lots of things we can put on the line. I think anytime we step out of our comfort zone, we're putting something on the line. Yeah. So it's the same for me. It's putting me out of the comfort zone. It's stepping out of the normal routine, out of the normality, out of traditions, doing something new. And I always was like that. When I grew up, I was always different. I always challenged everyone else. And with 19, after business college, I just took two suitcases and I left for the United States. I booked the flight to San Francisco. I didn't have anything. I just had one telephone number and then I checked into a hotel first. And I stayed there for almost a year to practice my English because my goal was to become a flight attendant. And I thought I can only pass the test and I'm capable of speaking English. So that's what I did. And it's great. Yeah. So I just left. I don't even want to know what my parents really felt or thought. They were just worried. But I came home and everything was fine. I was ready to take off. Like you, you were a pilot. You're still a pilot. I was a flight attendant for many years. So that was my first, I think, risk breaking out of an environment that is very traditional and just leave because you are up for something I had this vision. I want to serve people on a plane. I want to be a flight attendant. I want to see the world. I want to dive into different cultures. I want to be on five different continents in one month. And I did it. I love that. I love that story because there's not many people that would do that. Just pack two suitcases and hop on a plane to immerse themselves in a language and a culture in order to further their dreams. I mean, because that was a huge, you weren't even taking I mean, it was taking a step towards the job, but it wasn't like you went to a to the job you wanted. You recognized you had to take that intermediate step. But even that intermediate step was a big risk. To go back to your question, that is part of risk-taking, right? To plan, to figure out what steps I need to take. And so you recognized that was the first big step you needed to take. And you had the guts to take it. So congratulations. So tell me what you learned from that. Yeah, I mean, it was a calculated risk though, because I knew I can always go home yeah, sooner or later. It was different to now because there were no smartphones and no internet, nothing. You can do collective calls <laughs> at that time. But, you know, it's adding up to, and there is also risks while I was a flight attendant. And what I learned from that was any other risk that I'm taking, I have to make a decision. I'm always thinking, Will I die from it? Is that an emergency? Because I know what an emergency is. I know how it is to know I have a few seconds left. So I always compare it with that situation or those situations that I was in. And okay, I will not die from it. Let's do it. Yeah. And it, ha it doesn't have any negative consequences on other people. So this is also important too to think about when you are risking something. Yeah? What did I learn from it? 
that there is so much more out there in the world when you're taking risks. It's so much more exciting. It's so much more fulfilling. It's so much more fun. There is so much more world to discover. It's just amazing. And I cannot imagine myself always staying in the same job and always doing the same things. Sometimes I'm really like, I pay total respect to those people that live a life like that because it's just staying in the comfort zone. Everything is great, happy with that. This is either mixed or growth mindset, right? So Carol Dweck writes about it and talks about it. And I have discovered I'm much more the growth mindset. I always want to love, if I have achieved something, then okay, what's next? Then the next thing and what's next and always challenging myself. But not in a way, okay, this is dumb and I don't care. No, I'm thankful to myself and to other people that helped on the way. But now it's time to move on to the next thing because there is always something new to discover. And it was when I left the job as a flight attendant to study, to go for my master and then for my PhD. I always thought, if I'm not going for the next bigger thing, I'm doing a disservice. And I was like always in conversation with the universe. So if God or the universe provides me with all these skills that I have inside me and I'm not using them, utilizing them, then I think God might not, or the universe might not appreciate me in that way because it's in me and why I'm not using that. Because you receive that as a gift to serve the world or the people around you. And that was important to me. So I said, okay, now let's go for the PhD. Let's do it. You can do it. Even though a lot of people said, maybe you don't have the brains to do that. Why, why are you going into that? Why are you putting so much effort in achieving this? Because I want to do it. It's just, there is no question about that. I just do it. And I totally love that about you. It's, I just love that about you because I'm a lot the same way. It's always what's next. And you're totally speaking my language when you say that you want to use all the talents inside of you. I mean, that's why I left my corporate career because I felt like there were gifts and talents I had that weren't being used. And, you know, I, I, I want that for everybody because let's think about how wonderful the world would be if we were all using our gifts and talents to their fullest potential. Just think what could happen. Yeah, so there is always this inner urge, the inner urge to do something to make the best out of a situation. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm always thinking, how can I make this even better? How can I improve this? How can I, you know, it's always around. I love that. So your specialty is branding, right? So you're a branding genius because I know you are. And you're a branding coach and teacher. So how does taking risks play into branding? I love this question. No one ever asked me something like this before. And you know what? The first thing that comes to mind is, first of all, a huge role, a very, very, very big role. And just seeing exactly the opposite. Everyone is a personal brand. Yeah, Everything is branded. A country, a place, everything is branded. And most people are even not aware of that they are a personal brand. 
because you play a role every day. You live certain standards every day, consciously, unconsciously. You are living by certain values every day, consciously or unconsciously. So you permanently project yourself to the world in everything in you're doing, in every interaction that you're having with the people around you, right? And by doing so, you always tell a story. All the time, there is something people are looking at you and they come up with all the different kinds of thoughts and feelings about you. And this is a narrative that differentiates you from everyone else. Yeah, it's Karen or that's Bridget, right? So don't you want to be conscious about that? Um, intentional about what you are sending out, how you project yourself to the world. I think that you need to have this awareness and people should because you want to be in control or maybe have, you know, influence yeah, the best that you can do what other people think about you. Yeah. So the perceptions that others have of you. So you can change that, but you have to know yourself first in order to do so. So I think that is, it, it's risk if you're not going on a mission to figure out who you are, first of all, because then you're sending out something and other people define you, they brand you and you might not like it. And there is a risk. This is the risk. I, lo I love that because I always talk to people about the cost of not taking risks, right? And that is a perfect example of the cost of not taking the risk to really brand yourself and put yourself out there deliberately because you, you're, you're creating a brand to your point, whether you're aware of it or not. And so it's really more to your point. I love that it's more of a risk not to deliberately create your brand than to actually put a stake in the ground and create one. Yeah. And it's also hard to play a role that is not yours. That's why authenticity is so important. And here also the vulnerability comes in because with being vulnerable, taking a stance and owning your, your perspective, your stance, what you're living and breathing every day, if you do that, life becomes so much easier and people resonate with you. Those people that want to stick with you, that, that want to be part of your life, that want to be part of your community, that want to be part of your brain, want to purchase your services, they connect with you on that level. That's why the storytelling is so important. That's why knowing yourself first and then also understanding your customer yeah, is so important because that needs to be aligned. And here you come together. So it's the identity as a brand that you have that you are sending out and the perceptions of the customer and the, the image they create out of that identity that needs to be aligned. And that's where we come together. That's where we create communities. That's where we create buyers and sellers. That's what life is about. Oh, absolutely. And I love the way you frame that because we, we authenticity and vulnerability is so important, but that feels so risky to so many people particularly women, because we're often taught you know, to keep ourselves in the boxes and keep ourselves playing small and to conform to the status quo, right? And risky is 
not, you know, getting outside of the status quo and being vulnerable and being authentic. And to some people, that's the, that's actually the biggest risk of all. So tell me about who you help with your branding and taking those kinds of risks. Okay. I would like to say something to, to what you have mentioned right now and then talk about my offer because that really goes together. Absolutely. The only time I was not taking a risk was when I was a teaching professor at the university. And I was not taking a risk to change that. I thought, okay, now you are a teaching professor and it's actually, you know, settle down and become more traditional. And I really forced myself into that, even though I felt too exotic in that role. So for me, it was then becoming really painful because I gave up my dreams. I gave up, you know, I was going away from my core, from what I truly am. This risk again comes in here because I was too afraid at that point. I was too tired. I was exhausted. Because I, my, my life was always about risk-taking and suddenly I was stuck in something that I actually, that everybody told me, oh, this is great. You have to do that. You will be fine. Just be grateful. And I used gratefulness as an excuse to lower this, my standards for myself just to fit in. And so I did not take the risk. And then I took it. I took it. I was also pushed. And then, you know, there is a lot of things that came together. And I think it's not a woo-woo, I'm not a woo-woo person, but the universe, you know, it just needed to come to that point where everything came together and I was pushed to finally take the next step and take the risk to become an entrepreneur. And I'm helping people who are also at this point where they actually want to start out, they want to start with their own company, they are, they are employees and they are unhappy and, but want to do their own thing, but don't know how and when, how to do that. I help them turn their ambitions and their passion that they have into an identity, into a brand, into an irresistible brand. And so that they can really live the life they always dreamed about. And they are proud of. So that's what I am doing. I'm helping them. So I have different courses. I have now a three-day minute series of 20 minutes each day where we talk about branding, entrepreneurial branding, about branding you. And then I also run challenges quarterly. And I also have a one-on-one -on -one that is called Master Your Entrepreneurial Brand. But I also do company workshops, which is very much about employee branding. So each single employee is a personal brand and we all have our personal values and how to align personal values with the overall company values or values of the corporation to become yeah, a successful united entity that goes forward towards success. So I think that the human being plays a huge role and that everyone should be considered as a personal brand and with all value they give every day. Everyone is giving his or her best and how to really honor that and lift a united set of values that pushes the company towards success. So that's what I'm doing. Absolutely. And I love that. And it's it, having values. I mean, it, 
everything starts with values, right? Everything starts with values. So thank you so much for sharing your journey with us today and your view about risk-taking, which has been really enlightening. I'm really glad you joined us. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Karen Ann Bullock. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Are You Brave Enough to Be First? with our guest, Bridget from Bridget Brands. Don't forget to follow my YouTube channel so that you can get the next episode of Are You Brave Enough? each week. Thank you. If you like my show, follow Grandstock on your preferred app, share it on social media, and if you find a minute or two, leave a quick rating or review. Thank you so much. If you want me to guide you to become a future market leader by transforming your ambitions and passion into an online brand that radiates beauty, brilliance, and authenticity, attracting the clients and recognition you deserve, drop me an email. I'd love to be your guide on your hero journey. Check out my website, richardfriends.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you will stay tuned in on the next episode when we dive into the world of brains.